Hello, and welcome to the Emerald Podcast Network. My name is Sarah Rosa Davies, and I am an associate podcast editor at the Daily Emerald. I'm Becca Robbins, an associate news editor at the Daily Emerald. I'm Alexandra Radafera, a podcast producer at the Daily Emerald. This is another edition of our Bachelor podcast, specifically looking into this two-episode week. Uh, we have a regular episode of the show, and then the woman tell all. Well, we we start the episode with, like, leaving off from last episode, where he said bye to Kaylin. Then we go to Tasha's right away, right? Her her date or whatever yeah they go to portugal yeah and taisha's the one who gets the first like one-on-one day and fantasy. opportunity for the fantasy suite honestly i don't remember a lot of their date because of the cassie stuff but i do remember her like really focusing on her face after their fantasy suite like after their night yeah. and, like trying to figure out how she was feeling all of me and my friends thought that she was pretty pissed off about or not pissed off but a little disappointed about the night before yeah it was she it looked really awkward like yeah it looked like when they woke up they were kind of like so last night i feel like didn't go maybe as taisha planned because or as colton planned you think yeah, i think he wants I, to lose it cassie like i think that was his plan yeah, yeah i think that okay so i think that they did not have sex and that taisha was a little disappointed or maybe that they really didn't do anything but like sleep yeah. because taisha was kind of like I don't really know what to do with you in the well, morning. She was now. like, she was. She said she was like, we didn't like get physical last night. Yeah. So like, I don't know if like literally anything happened. I assume they just kind of talked. All yeah. Night, which is nice. Yeah. 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 It's interesting because the Cassie things like seems like such a physical attraction for him. Yes. And so I was thinking, oh, he was like, oh, I'm so excited for this date. Like, I'm really in love with her. Hint, I'm really horny. And like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I think he was fully ready to like lose his virginity to this girl. And then she was just like, yeah, I don't love you. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It it was sad because Taisha kind of outright said practically before the fantasy suites that she's ready to take a relationship with Colton to the next level, meaning get physical with him. And it didn't happen. So I think that she seemed a little disappointed in the morning. But yeah, he he clearly has much a very physical attraction with Cassie, which like their dates before they that seems like that's all that's there. I think that Cassie is very confused about her feelings for Colton, and that's why she left because she felt like she was not she was doing something wrong by staying and keeping him away from like the other women who are fully ready to commit to him. But a lot of feedback I've gotten from other people is that, have you seen those memes where it was, like, when all you wanted was, like, a sugar bear, like, hair yes, thingy, yeah. and, like, now you have, like, a virgin who's obsessed with you and jump fences for you or stuff like yeah. that? <laughs> a lot of my friends are convinced that, like, she got a lot further than she thought she would, and, yeah. like, she actually isn't here for the right reasons. But I think not that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think that... Her dad really got in her head, and I think she has, like, really strong family values and, like, really, really values her parents and, like, family's opinion. And so when she heard the news, she didn't want to hear that her dad didn't give Colton his blessing for a proposal, which I think is pretty, like, I wouldn't... They've known each other for, like, a few weeks, so it's weird. But I think that her family's opinion completely threw her off, and she just needed more time 
And the idea of a proposal was the only thing that was really throwing her off and making her nervous. Yeah, but then Colton says, like, oh, I'll wait. Like, we don't have right. to end this in a proposal. And she's like, I don't know. And I, I, think, I think her family's kind of conversation around Colton, I think, confirmed for her what she was kind of, like, wasn't sure if she was feeling, if that makes sense. Like, it, I think she did like him, but I don't think she felt as strongly about him as he felt about her. But do you think that she didn't want, even though Colton was saying, like, it's okay, we don't have to get engaged, do you think she said no for her personal reasons, like, for what you're saying, or, like, actually because she didn't want to take a proposal away from the other women who actually were ready I think for it's it. a bit of both. Okay. I think it's not just, like, I, I think it's so hard to tell with her, and that's mm-hmm. the reason I think she didn't go through with it, was because it was so hard for her to go and say, hey, Colton, I love you, I want to do this, and I think maybe part of it was like, well, he deserves better, first mm-hmm. of all, he deserves someone who does want to commit to him, and I don't want to go through with something that I don't necessarily want it, you know? It's interesting, though, because he clearly loves her so much that I was really, co- I don't know, I mean, obviously, if she truly doesn't feel the same way, that that's completely, like, fine and, like, valid, and even, no matter how much someone loves you back, but from what she was saying... Like, I was just, like, if you still care about him and love him and, like, have these feelings for him, like, I don't, like, he clearly loves you so much. Like, he's physically, he's shaking. He's having, like, a panic attack because Mm -hmm. you won't be with him. Yeah. Like, like, isn't that worth, I don't know, like, trying? Um, I saw a lot of people kind of being, like, Cassie, like, he's saying he'll wait for you. Like, why not give it a shot and see if you get there? But I get being, like, trapped in kind of, like, the system of the show is not, like, healthy for their relationship type thing so she kind of i understand her wanting to like bow out of the like program of it you know but yeah it's kind of i don't know it was so sad because he was like you're like he was like you're the one i want to spend my life with and she was like skirt maybe like off the show had they met like in real life maybe it would have worked out yeah i mean a lot of like talking to my friends and i we were like we think that He's not with anyone right now. Like he didn't end up with Tasha or Hannah G. I and think that he he's single. I think yeah. I think he left single, and I think he's dating her now, like off the show. I think so too. I've literally we were just talking yeah. about that. Yeah, I I think you're right because well, there's the part where he's holding the empty ring box. Yes, which he played off on social what? media yeah. as it just being like, oh, well, like we're gonna go pick out the ring together type thing. Like I just hadn't picked it. Like the ring isn't picked out. But Wait, where was this posted? I didn't see that. In the previews. In the previews, there have been, like, really short clips of him standing in this, like, beautiful area with, like, runes or something. And then there's, like, a... He's, like, holding a box and you see that there's no ring in it. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, like, plays with it and, like, opens it. And there's no ring inside. And people are like, there's no ring. But he was kind of like, oh, just... I mean, I just needed the box for, like, a prop, you know? And, like, we're going to go pick out the ring together. But I don't know if I believe that. Which makes it seem like it's Cassie to me. Yeah. In the end. But I think he leaves single. I I truly think you guys are right. Yeah. That's unprecedented in The Bachelor, right? I I don't think that's ever... I can't see how he would be with Taysha or Hannah G after going through that. Like, after having a panic attack over one of the girls leaving, like, it just seems like he would be settling to be with Hannah G or Taysha after having that. Also, just being one of those women hearing that, like, I would be like, you clearly don't love me as much as you say you do. Like, you can't be fully in love and ready to devote your life to someone and then go and be with someone else. What do you think 
the potential, I mean, maybe we can get into this after the finale if it does happen, but what do you think the potential of someone leaving single for The Bachelor means for the show? I think it changes so much because I think that a huge reason a lot of women leave, like Cassie, is because they aren't ready for this proposal, but they want that serious relationship. But then they're forced into these engagements because that's the idea of the show. And that's why so many ma- of the marriages break up. There's not like a problem actually. Like, I don't, I mean, I haven't looked that deep into it, but I assume there's no rule that you have to get engaged after The Bachelor. Um, but it's like the show's tradition is, you know. Right. I actually don't know if like every Bachelor and every Bachelor have left engaged. I think that there's always a proposal or at least like a talk about it. Maybe like part, no ring, but, but like I want to. Well, spend the my Bachelorette. Life with you. Yeah. Did they get engaged at the end of yeah. the last season of the Bachelorette? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, and every season I've watched has had an engagement, but I've only watched the past like three or four seasons. I was gonna say too, if he does end up leaving single, that's very different than not than just propose. You know, than like staying in a relationship after uh-huh. not like proposing. he's fully not with someone. Yeah. <laughs> also, my friends were kind of not. Joking, joking sounds kind of sad, but um, saying that this is his third season of any sort of Bachelor anything, and he still has not ended up with somebody. Yeah, I know. That makes me wonder about what type of guy he is a little bit, but well, also what type of show this is. <laughs> I think also he's still really young. Yes, he's very he's young, and he's so sensitive. And yeah. I love that about him, but he's so sensitive. I just and don't he think gets The Bachelor is the kind of show for him. I think that he needs yeah. to get to know someone for a while. That yeah. seems very important to him. Well, and and I yeah, to like get, the whole take it slow thing. The Bachelor mm-hmm. isn't taking no. it slow. No, and I understand that once you get into this like Bachelor system, like you're you're in it. Like they start shuffling you around amongst all their shows. But I and like when they showed a preview for coming up next week and everything, they showed Colton talking to his dad, and his dad started crying. I was like, that's where he gets it from. That's where he gets <laughs> his sensitivity because Colton's a crier. He cries quite a bit. A little kind of thing about shuffling through the system they talked about hannah b being the next bachelorette I think. or that was kind of hinted towards it yeah they hinted, towards did it. They? They I hinted they... at demi being in bachelor oh, paradise was... yeah yeah yes did they hint yeah they at did hannah b? what did they say i must have missed that because i was under the i'm honestly under the impression that kaylin's gonna be the I next think it's either one or the other I think yeah. Caitlin's still really recovering from that heartbreak, oh, though. No, they, um, I remember Chris said something like, oh, and maybe, like, you'll get your chance or whatever. And she, didn't she say something like, have you seen my one-on-one or whatever? Like, that, about- was, fr- that was from this. That was from the, yeah. He was talking about how, um. They toasted. They did a toast. And she messed oh, up. And yeah. he was like, and he was like, do you get, do you have a hard time opening up? And she was like, did you see my first one-on-one? Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that toast was really interesting because that was very like a moment where they like edited it to make it seem super meaningful. So maybe, but also that could be people reading into it too much. I think it's her or Kaylin. I don't know if <coughs> I don't think Kaylin would do well on the Bachelorette. I feel like she might. I think she'd do better than Hannah B. Because I yeah. think Hannah B would be too awkward and too like flustered to do I agree. Dating all those men. <laughs> do you think she could do Bachelor in Paradise? Hannah B? Yeah, yeah. She just is like, she's a little. Her backstory is kind of boring to me. Like Kaylin's backstory makes her, I think, seem like a much more interesting bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And Hannah B's backstory is like, cool. You were a pageant. You had a feud with Kaylin. You went to 
you you have big school spirit for where you where you have big school spirit she where you're from. Throw in that roll tide. Roll tide. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> That was funny. But, yeah, like, her backstory, I mean, like, I think she'd make a good bachelorette, and I think Kaylin would have a more intense story, but I think that would make for better TV. Speaking of better TV, they should put Demi and Courtney on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> on Yeka, too. Yes. You know, oh, I definitely think on is going to Paradise. I totally do. And I she reminds me a lot of Jasmine from um, Nick's season, because Jasmine was a lot... And on Nick's season, Jasmine, like, kind of... I mean, Jasmine didn't piss people off as much as Onyeka did, but Jasmine was just kind of like the like kind of crazy one and did like she kind of had her shtick a lot. And it wasn't because she had a great relationship with Nick. It was just she was funny and like did a lot of weird stuff. What is your guys' take on the Onyeka Nicole situation? Like, do you think she actually was being a bully? I don't know. I think it's more complicated like than just bully, bully versus. Term. Yeah, I think there was. I think Nicole probably said some stuff she didn't mean or, you know, like, said some stuff that she shouldn't have said. As a very sensitive person myself, I get the crying thing and I get the being in touch with your emotions thing. And I think Onyeka saying, oh, she's a psycho, did not reflect well on Onyeka and probably was very hurtful to Nicole when Nicole, like, very much knew her emotions. And, you know, as, like, a sensitive person myself, I can see where Nicole's coming from. But also at the same time when they were like, Nicole, you said stuff about other people in the house. And I think it's a more nuanced conversation like conversation just like is one person a bully i think it's really interesting to see the difference between well i i mean i i think it would be stupid or not stupid but silly to say that the that none of those girls have said any nothing about any of that exactly yeah that's the show (laughs) when they go nicole you've talked about other girls of course we don't know to what extent but i will say that feuds like i mean Demi was funny, but, like, had she gone any further or picked on the wrong person, I could have seen her as a bully because she's very targeting. Yes. I think mm-hmm. Onyeka, as well, is a very targeting person. And, like, especially with someone who... I mean, if Nicole is very emotional, like, maybe she wasn't super emotional, she wouldn't have cried in response. Maybe she would have stepped up and, like, yelled back. But, like, them being like, you cry at everything, like, that's just kind of excusing behavior just because somebody's so sensitive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and the whole thing, too... Like, it just, neither of them had a chance. And so, like, it just felt like they were both kind of ratcheting up their behavior in an unjustified way. Like, I think Onyeka, I think both of them are at fault there, you know? Onyeka could have been so much kinder. Yeah, Onyeka just was like, you cry at everything, so therefore you're psycho. And there's, like, literally zero reason to come for somebody's mental health or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. And that's my reason for being like, eh, Onyeka, this seemed like a little bit of a bully. Because it's one thing to be like... You talk about everybody else, like, why can't... You know what I mean? Yeah, sort but to comfort, the, to comfort someone's, like, literal sense of self is and really And also, mean. how are you going to tell somebody that, like, you're not allowed to be upset that somebody said this about you? You know, because they weren't things that were super irrational. Like, I would also be upset if somebody called me psychotic. Like, yeah! You know? So, that was really tough, because you don't get all the details about you it. You don't, and I, I think that's probably intentional, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> also, about... Sorry, I just keep remembering you things. <laughs> um... That Jane girl, who nobody seems to remember, but was supporting um, Kaylin. Do you remember? Yeah. She was, like, okay. the random girl that nobody knew, but she was, like, really level-headed. Honestly, there were, with that woman's halal, it was kind of funny, because they put, like, the women in the back who went home, like, the first yeah. and second weeks, that I was like, 
Who are you again? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, f- only remembered the sloth because we looked her up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then everyone else was like, huh? I didn't know who Jane yeah. was, but she was saying some really good things. Like, really, like, wow, you left because you're not crazy enough. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you didn't cause enough drama. Yeah. Side note, one person who was missing from the Women Tell All is Elise. Elise. Did you and know why? Did you see why? No. Why? She was at a friend's wedding and she caught the bouquet. <gasps> Aww. I saw her. She That's posted cool. something on Instagram and a bunch of people were tweeting about it. A lot yeah, of people... we were talking about how they should have addressed it and been like, oh, Elise couldn't make it. Because I like at first I didn't notice, but then they showed a clip of her talking like mm-hmm. in a bloopers or something like that, talking about another person. Mm-hmm. No, talking about how much Nicole cries. And they showed <laughs> a clip of Elise. And I was like, oh, where's Elise? <laughs> I wish they should have replanned it for her because that yeah <laughs> she had so much to say yeah yeah can we talk a little bit about the bloopers like colton like kissing <laughs> that dog and just like the, the dancing like so he's a fun. goofy guy i don't yeah. think it comes across as much in the show as you think like it comes across that he's kind of like cute but he seems like a real goofy guy he does yeah it shows the like kind of younger side of him that like I think the show forces a lot of maturity and that's like I mean obviously it's a big the, a proposal at the end is a very mature thing and like a big thing but I feel like it it doesn't allow people to like be or maybe it just they edit out all the silly yeah exactly I think they they edit out all the moments that aren't serious mm-hmm. I mean and you get them here and there but like the moments where they're all dancing and stuff together make me like realize like a lot of it is probably staged you know mm-hmm. well and I feel like. To the silly, goofy moments that are, like, that are kind of more mundane, too, or of him, like, you know, helping one of the other women who, like, I don't know, did something, like, slipped or whatever. Um, or, like, when Tasha like, sat in, like, chocolate or something. Yeah. He, like, wiped off her butt. I was like, honestly, these moments almost speak to a little bit more chemistry, the goofy moments, so than, much. like, the, the, the sit-down, let's have yeah. a picnic, like, so let's much. face each other at the dinner table. Because those are the everyday moments of, the like, walking down moments. the streets. Yeah. And then I was like, well, okay, he does have a really easy conversation with, like, Taisha, And they do feel really comfortable around each other, even though they may not have the most impactful, most interesting conversations when they're sitting down for dinner. Yeah, I was going to say there's the moment where him and Cassie are in Portugal, and he's like, oh, we should wear matching pajamas. And then she's like, oh, but this one's see-through. And he goes, uh, uh, I wouldn't mind that. (laughs) And I totally was like... Okay, that's a moment. Like, that's a candid moment where you get to see a little yeah. bit more about their relationship, you know, than, like, we're sitting down and talking about my dad, you know. Well, or we're making out. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, like, what I always say is, like, you have to keep in mind when you're watching these, like, awkward moments is, like, they have, like, five cameras in There's their so face. There's so many, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure they were probably, the producers were probably like, well, we should probably bring this up, so probably just work it in there somehow. You know what I mean? Like, there's always, I'm sure. It's a reality TV show. Exactly. Like, okay, so, backstory, it was, I was in the ER for pelvic pain last night, and mm-hmm. I was watching it while I was there, because I was like, I got my own room, and the guy was like, oh, you have a TV? And I was like, this might help with my pain. <laughs> and so the nurse walks in, and he goes, oh, you're watching this shit? And I was like, I was like, well, I produce a podcast on it, and it's also really funny to see how stupid it is. And like, I, I was like, it's like a rage watch. <laughs> and he he was like, oh, I, okay, you know. And I was watching it. It was just very funny, like because it definitely my experience with the show so far has been like, oh, I thought I was gonna hate it, and now I kind of like like watching it, but 
not for the reasons like oh this is true love but because it's so it's so interesting yeah it's like so it's like it's like a really interesting entertainment it's good (laughs) entertainment and i think it's you can be critical about the bachelor i think a lot of people are like oh if you watch the bachelor you're just like stupid but i think there's ways like this podcast to think about it well i love talking about it with my friends like we like when we were talking about the rawness of the episode or of the scene between cassie and colton and how he was shaking it was like you don't stage that i don't think anybody was like go pretend to have an anxiety attack no you know yeah it's an interesting look at like the cultural moment and Mm -hmm. also like someone and i were talking i think it was dana sparks another emerald person and i were talking about how it's like the bachelor is like a show with polyamory towards monogamy it's kind of like the college environment where you're like i'm gonna around and then like you meet someone but it's 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 usually our usually our society doesn't really like see polyamory as a normal thing Mm -hmm. but you think about it like it's kind of like polyamory for the end goal of monogamy which is interesting i mean it's like you put (laughs) it's like you put the top 10 girls he would have seen at a bar and put them on a beach (laughs) for like a few weeks you know what i mean like it's kind of like i it's like the dating around just like they made the pool a bit smaller by having these girls audition i also thought it was really mature for demi to say that thing about how colton wanted someone to that he could lead and how she was more like she wanted to lead him and how that was a very like mature revelation yeah Something that I noticed the whole season, just whenever she would come into the room, like she intimidated the hell out of him. Like he was so nervous around her and just like never knew what she was going to do. So I definitely thought that, yeah, her, I don't know, her assertiveness like kind of intimidated him and he didn't really know what to do with that. So I agree with her that that would have been such a bad relationship. Yeah, oh, I don't think so that they bad. were good. They no, were never I did not think they were good together. together. No. No. <laughs> no. Also, her whole thing about the family secrets. She was like, "Yeah, my family some dark secrets," and seemed more dysfunctional than his family. So interesting yeah. how she was like, "I didn't want to tell any of the girls," but it was part of her intro. Yeah, that her oh, mom yeah. was in prison. Yeah, I felt kind of bad for Kaylin a little bit when Colton came out, and he just like didn't have anything to say to her it was super weird i think that colton knew that he wanted cassie but Mm -hmm. i think that also he was trying his best to like play by the rules of the show and that he definitely i mean i think that him and um kaylin's chemistry isn't like made up i think that they were really good together Mm -hmm. and it really surprised me when he picked her to leave over Tasha. Yeah, not necessarily over Cassie because I so saw that coming. But yeah. over Tasha, just because they can be awkward at times. Yeah. Um, or honestly over Hannah G because I love her and she looks like a Barbie doll and she's gorgeous. <laughs> but I haven't seen any like death really there. I feel like yeah. just, he's just attracted to her, kind of like on a like less degree of Cassie, but like kind of the same thing that he's like attracted to her and like they kind of vibe, but like. Yeah, the only thing that's really made me think of how Colton likes Hannah G was when he was like, oh, she makes me feel like home. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the only line that I've heard from him that's, like, actually liking her. Meanwhile, with Cassie, up until the point where he was like, I love her, I was like, does he like her yeah. that much? Yeah, which it might just be editing. might just be yeah, they don't have time right. to show that much. Col- it can't be the Colton and Cassie show. Like, they have to give the other girls time, too. Yeah. I but- think that him and Hannah G wouldn't. 
I don't know if they could have gotten engaged right after, but I think that they would have had a I really think, fun time learning about each other and dating and like seeing what would have yeah, happened. I think they would have had yeah. a good relationship. Like, yeah. I mean, ultimately, if he were to not leave the show single and to choose one of them over Cassie, I think he'd choose Hannah G. Yeah. Yeah. I think that him and Tasha had a lot of really fun times together and are really close, but I don't see them to get like I see them like up. ending up as friends. Yeah, me too. So <laughs> so I just remembered that my friend last week Snapchatted me and she was like, So I looked up the ending and I was like, Do not tell me anything. And so she didn't tell me anything, but like all she said, like before I even like was able to respond was like, Do not look up the ending. <laughs> so <it was> a- <laughs> okay. All she said <laughs> I'll look it up on my own time. All she said was that she was like, I just looked up the ending and it's not who I thought it would be. Which means that there's someone. And I remember that last night but for like she a second. Been- to be honest, it's not who I thought it would be. It could be no one. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's not. But okay. I don't. I know. mean, it could be no one. But just I, like, I don't think. <laughs> love you, Meg. But I don't think that she would have <laughs> phrased it that way if it was the way that she. Like, if that's what she meant. I think she would have said something differently. I think she would have said it doesn't end the way I thought it would. I kind of don't trust very many of the, like, sources that say about the ending this season. Oh, I, I feel okay. like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, normally, a lot of times, like. Things I looked up Ari's season. Figure it out. I looked up Ari's season. Did you? <laughs> yeah. See, like, a lot of times, like, of different, like, publications or blogs or people or whoever like figure theories. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Figure it out. You know, and they'll publish it and everything. And it's like, you could totally look up the ending. But this one, I feel like, is so weird and different. How like, he, how like, would they have known? Yeah. How he basically, like, tries to cancel the show. Like, he runs off the show. Yeah. So oh, and the preview they, they show they at the end of Woman Tell All, it's like... It's so confusing. Well, yeah, at the and at women's like, all, I can't do this anymore. And yeah, Chris Harrison definitely knows what happened, so it's obviously obviously deliberate. Whatever he you know says on these shows, but the way he says it is like, "Will Colton come back? Is it over? Like, is he done with this whole thing?" Because he said he was, but but then I just they showed that preview of him in a suit, like up on some villa or somewhere with a ring box. Okay, I have a theory. But they haven't shown that in weeks, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay, go. Okay. My, well, they also, to credit, they sh- haven't shown Cassie crying in the car. Is that that her crying in the car and then him hugging a producer or something? They also haven't showed in weeks. Yeah, which I always thought was Tasha until last night. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but now I'm, like, thinking it's a producer or someone yeah, or a totally I think it's a producer. Yeah. Okay, so my theory now that I am thinking about it a little bit more with, like, the empty ring and everything is he, like chooses hannah g or something but is like i'm so heartbroken over cassie that if you want to try this we can't get you know what i mean not like that he's like ready to get back with cassie but i think he's like i need to take it real slow like i love you but i'm not ready to get proposed to you yeah or like i care about you like i'm ready for this i'm ready for this but yeah because he's recovering but who knows i don't think so okay yeah not not (laughs) that i like say that out loud i'm like well here's my thing my only thing about that is that well, part of me wants to say, like, as Hannah G, I would say no. But then the other part of me is, like, she wouldn't know by then. Right. So and I would hope that he would just be a good person and not say anything. Yeah. It's so sad. All the previews that they show of Hannah G being, like, oh, I'm so excited for Colton and to come pick me crying. up. Like, oh, I'm so excited. I pick, You know, and you can see her, like, in her room getting ready. And I'm like, oh, But then he's, like, not coming. Or maybe he is, but, like, it has to tell maybe her that Maybe it's, like, Cassie a bit later. Yeah. I, like, so sad. I think half of the next episode, not like the first night, not first night, second night, but actually like the first night, the second or the first half of the episode is going to be 
Hannah G and like all that stuff is gonna that's what that's gonna be and then the second half is gonna be Colton like tracking Cassie down and going to her and well, being they like, showed him knocking on that door exactly which, who's behind the door although I kind of think it's just Hannah G and him being like this is not gonna happen I kind of think that's what that is yeah. But it didn't look so it didn't look like the hotel rooms in Portugal. So you think he has to tell Hannah G. You would think because she's going to see it on the show. She's going to see it on the show and he talks the whole time about being honest and open and real and yeah. genuine, you know, the buzzwords that you hear every season. But like you he has to tell her or someone has to tell her. I th- well, yeah, I don't yeah. think she's not going to find out. I my, think someone will tell my her. My second biggest question is what what what's going to happen to Hannah G? Like that was the other she's thing is She's such a sweetheart. I don't yeah. want I don't want the world to get to her. Like I don't want anyone to touch her. Just <laughs> put her in a room and like keep her safe. I think safe. she's going to end up with like I don't know. Some amazing guy that's going to be like yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Some guy that's going to slide into her DMs. Do you think she'd be a good bachelorette? I don't think she's interesting enough. No. I love is, her. She's gorgeous. I don't think she's interesting. I was going to say I think she's level-headed enough, but then I realized that there hasn't been an, a lot of drama around her. Right. You know what I mean, like, yeah. my thing with, like, Kaylin is, like, I don't think she's dramatic enough to be the Bachelorette. Okay. I See, I just think Hannah B, like, couldn't handle it. <laughs> but I don't know. Because then who well, else? Well, my, well, I guess my thought in that is that Kaylin, compared to Hannah B, Hannah B may not be the best for like actual love sorry hannah b but (laughs) she'd be probably good television probably the best way to end this episode is just to summarize that there are so many questions so many yeah i'm sarah rosa davies i'm becca robbins i'm alexandra redifera if you want to listen to more emerald podcasts you can find them on the daily emerald homepage on spotify soundcloud or wherever else thank you for listening (laughs) 